Welcome, wives who war, sister wives, sister girls, whatever you want to be called on today. It is none other than your wife, Coach Denise Smith, with her sister girl, sister wife, Freedom Coach Natasha Miller. Um, and you all know, right, what this is all about. We've been doing pop-ups as it relates to access granted, soul denied. Um, and we've decided to do these pop-ups because we're moving towards something. Um, and it, it, and it's, it's, it's important because this month, April, right, we're dealing with the month of growth and we don't want to be stagnant and being tied to soul trauma has the ability to stagnate you where you are and keep you from moving in the things of God. So welcome, uh, Freedom Coach Natasha. Hello, hello, hello. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Are we just ready to jump on in today? <laughs> Listen, yes. nothing, nothing to it but to just do it. So, yes, we are right. going. Um, awesome. So, last uh, last time we were on, which was, I believe, uh, the ninth, um, we were dealing with uh, trauma bonding and what that looks like. And then the um, importance of doing the work to detach yourself from the bonding you have made with other trauma that is familiar to you, right? Um, so right. in our dis brief discussion before we decided to pop on, we decided that that's, that's the lane we're going to stay in and then just see where God takes us in that. So do you want to discuss um, what trauma bonding looks like. So let me back up. What, where this all stemmed from is you had trauma talk Tuesday. And in that yeah. conversation, uh, you asked me to talk about my current marriage and what that trauma looked like, right? That got me to that place. And in that, I told you that my husband and I now I don't believe we were completely healed when we uh, became one. And, and, I, and I went on to say that that is because he had gone through some traumatic things in a previous marriage relationship. Likewise, did I. And you immediately said, I have no doubt, right, that it was the trauma right. and the attraction Mm -hmm. uh, the physical attraction that connected us. So we were attracted based on the drama, uh, uh, on the trauma, and we were attracted based on the physical. So that's kind of how yeah. we got to that place of trauma bonding. So mm -hmm. do you want to kind of unravel that just a little more? And then we move into what we're going to discuss on today. Yes. Um. So with that, uh, one of the things that's important for us to understand that with every relationship that we have, there is a level of trauma bonding. Some may be higher than others, but there's small um, trauma bonding connected to it because we're all still a work in progress. None of us is completely divine and human simultaneously as Jesus. So this soul trauma recovery is a lifelong process for us as believers because in this life we will continue to have 
trials and tribulations. And so we have to go through the recovery, engage in the recovery process to maintain our courage in our cheer that Jesus has overcome the world. And so because we, we come together with a level of trauma bonding as well as the where this the physical attraction as well as the divinity there's something in the anointing that we carry as well that brings us together so it's all of those compartments i really call it the duality of us is the fragilities of our humanity that's the level of our trauma bonding and then it's the anointing the prophetic purpose that god has on us in our divinity that's the anointing that's what brings us together from um, our spiritual component. And so when we understand that, we'll know that that's part of the process and bringing out the best of us individually and corporately as a married couple and knowing that we're going to have to go through the process of healing from those traumas, even while we're in the process of becoming one. And as we heal, that's what brings us close to, closer together as one. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> that, that makes perfect sense. Um, and I, what I wrote up there, right? The duality brings us together. It's the trauma and the anointing. <laughs> right. And people will think, well, what, how is it that I'm attracted to trauma? Right, right, right. right. And it's not that we particularly um, in the natural can see that we are attracted to trauma, but it's the familiar spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. That allows us to be, quote unquote, attracted to the trauma because it's that thing in a person, right, that draws my attention because I'm familiar with that. I, I've seen that before. I'm comfortable in that, uh, which is the drawing factor mm -hmm. to why we even yoke up in the first place. Yes. Yes, yes, most definitely. And even by you breaking that down, it reminds me, I was just in the clubhouse the other day and they were talking about the um, kingdom strategy of silence. And immediately during the conversation, the question for me came, are you using silence as a trauma response or as a kingdom strategy? And how do you know the difference? And that's the thing, we're attracted to the qualities, we're attracted to the potential within one another, but we're also attracted to that trauma that's hindering the potential. And so if we are not yet healed, this, the very gift that God has given us to be successful as in, in the kingdom as representatives of Christ Jesus is actually used against us. So if I'm using silence as a trauma response, the way that I know that is because it's rooted in fear. I um, fear confrontation. I fear rejection. I fear me being misunderstood or not heard and things of that nature. But if I'm using it as a strategy, it's rooted and grounded in wisdom. I'm taking some time to process, to um, use my words carefully. The spirit of wisdom is saying now is not the time to address it. You know, it's all about the timing or the tone and the things of that nature, the articulation. And sometimes it takes time for us to process a situation or confrontation to articulate our words correctly in a manner to where it's received and it's an open conversation to bring a resolve. When it's a trauma response, it's all about power or, you know, I'm trying to prove myself 
and or you better listen to me. But if it's a it's a um, wisdom, it's all about a clarification, understanding. It's, it's still a, a um a sense of reconciliation is attached to the strategy. And so that's just an example to really break down and make it practical as to how we can be attracted to these qualities in our mate and, and, and subconsciously and not realize it until we hit some bumps in the road in our own marriage. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like pulling those things up. Like, okay, it's time to burn these weeds. It's time to yeah. gather these weeds. They're no longer going to work for you in the next season. Right. And um, yeah, destroy that. <laughs> that, that. That was good. That was, a, that was a great breakdown because oftentimes we do use silence based on the fact of fear. Um, what's going to be the other person's response? What is, I, I'm, I need to guard myself so I'm just not willing to say anything. I'm not willing to do anything. I'm going to move. Um, I, I'm only going to speak when necessary. I'm only going to say what I have to say, right? Because we just don't know the unknown. Um, but when you talked about the fact that it, uh, silence has a strategy as well, and that it's rooted and grounded in wisdom. Wisdom says don't speak yet. Wisdom says don't clap back, right? Wisdom says hush till I give you the okay to speak on it. It is just like when God gives you uh, um, a word that may be for someone or for a season and he doesn't release you to speak on it just yet, right? And when you move outside of the timing of a thing, then you move right into uncharted territory that God has said, I've not even destined you to go there yet. So don't even, don't do it. Don't release it. Don't open your mouth. Don't say one word. I love the fact that that's part of the strategy. Uh, or, or it should be the strategy when yeah. we're dealing with silence. I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about why the work to release the trauma bonding is absolutely necessary it is um it's important because um typically if we're operating in trauma responses and all trauma responses the number one aftermath of trauma is the spirit of fear and it camouflages itself in various ways so we'll think that we're um, cautious, you know, oh, I'm just a cautious person when really we're, um, we're bound by trepidation. We're not cautious about nothing. We're just literally in fear. And so when fear means that there has yet to be an internal resolve within ourselves, and that is the byproduct of the soul trauma recovery, the inner healing from our traumas is that we have a resolve within ourselves we have a sense of peace with our past, with our traumas. And, um, and so now there's that sense of authenticity and confidence to communicate well and really operate in the realm of the language of the learned. That's where this whole soul trauma recovery brings us to, to where we're, we're very skilled in our articulation to solve problems to be a safe space for healing. And so when it comes to becoming, being while becoming, because that's the art that we're mastering with the soul trauma recovery process, it's all about 
becoming the substance and the evidence of what we hope for for our marriage first. Because our action, not only does our actions, but our internal frequencies speaks louder than our words. So if we're saying we want one thing, but we're still operating in our trauma responses, that's one of the reasons why our husbands will not, it's like non-responsive because they're hearing more so what's coming from within. And so when we come to that place, we do the work and the internal healing. Now we don't, we speak less because now we have a totally different aura. We have a totally different fragrance and that fragrance is more appealing and that draws him in because now we're a safe space and we're not trying to change him. We changed ourselves and now we're becoming a safe space to allow him to change and, and, and really engage in that and open up and be even more vulnerable. So Let we're not going to get our husbands to enter into vulnerability if we're start, still operating in our trauma responses. Love it. Him. Yeah. Love it's key. Here's what I took from that. This is self work mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is not you trying to get the tactics and the tricks and all of the goodies right to then go back and change your husband this is about you doing the necessary work for you to be whole w-a-o-l-e yes. nothing missing nothing lacking and key nothing broken because trauma yes. means you are broken trauma means you are lacking trauma means you are missing something right so yes. you got to be whole in every area so that you then cultivate a whole marriage yes in household in household. household yeah because yes. we we have to um and the thing is, it's all about awareness. Yeah. When we really go through this process of the work, it enlightens, it broadens, and it increases our awareness. And that, and when we say that, Lord, um, enlarge my territory, that territory begins within. It's time out for trying to go out into this world to rule, occupy, and have dominion when we have yet to do the work to occupy, rule, and have dominion over the realms of our soul. It starts with them first. So if we want expansion, we want wholeness in every area of our lives, beginning with our marriage, beginning with our households, it first begins within us. Yeah. And that is when we become congruent. We embody the word of God. A lot, if we're still um, using the word using ministry as a trauma response because let's keep it real a lot of us do we want to over spiritualize everything then that that's not it's not influencing anyone it's not changing anyone because they're thinking well i don't see you as a as an embodiment of the mere words that's coming out of your mouth and then there's this narrative in in the back of your mind that's like i don't even really believe this <laughs> <laughs> and you have yet to identify what's going on. So during this process, what the Holy Spirit does is he sheds light. He reveals the seeds of deception that has been planted in your subconscious mind due to past traumas. And he brings it to your consciousness 
So you have awareness of it. And then you partner with him to do the work to dismantle that high place that has taken residence in the realms of your mind, your soul, your emotions, even your will, your, your choice, your power to choose. It, trauma is destroying your power to choose. Your choices is being made out of pain and trauma responses and fear and not necessarily your authenticity, your God-given authority and power. And so that's what God wants us to bring us to a place to where we embody the word of God, where we don't even have to say, thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord show up when we show up because we've done the work to become what the Lord has said and is saying because yeah. Jesus is alive. Yes. And so that's what it's all about. And that's when we really, we're, we're game changers because this is it's us. <laughs> you see the word, when we show up, when you see Denise, when you see me, when we, when we see you, it's us. The word of God shows up. Woo. My goodness. <laughs> I'm ready to go take over something. Let's go take over some territory. <laughs> I love the fact that you said that trauma causes us to react and to move in fear. That we're not moving in the word of God because it is the trauma that is outweighing, right? What God has spoken because it's, it's a layer Mm -hmm. It's a layer that has applied itself to our lives and we've not dealt with the, the outer layer that needs to be broken up and and then released, right? So that yes. we can get to the layer, the word of God, the word that God has spoken over our lives, the word that God decreed from the beginning, right? When he said it, that he knew us before he yes. formed us. And then he said, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have concerning you, plans to prosper you, but you can't prosper from mm -hmm. a place of brokenness. You can't prosper from a place of trauma. You can't prosper from a place of fear. So it's important that we do the work. It's yeah. absolutely necessary that we do the work so that we can operate mm -hmm. in, yeah. in, the, in the order that God has predestined for us to to operate in mm -hmm. good stuff yes yes, yes. oh most definitely good and stuff. that's what we're unlocking with yes. the soul trauma recovery process we're unlocking those prophetic words that god spoke over our lives before the foundations yes. before he placed us in our mother's womb yeah because the thing of the matter is all of us share the first traumatic experience as human beings mm -hmm. conception mm -hmm. trauma mm -hmm. we were formed in the womb in iniquity yeah and sin yeah so that was the first traumatic experience because that was the first time we didn't feel the fullness of god's presence and it's only in him that we have a sense of internal safety security and stability and that is which trauma violates the enemy uses trauma to violate that internal sense of safety security and stability that only comes from god but when we have um become born believers god now uses our traumatic experiences to vindicate us 
is to restore and take back all that the enemy thought he stole, thought he um, destroyed, thought he killed. Because who we really are is in heavenly places. He really ain't stole or killed or destroyed nothing. But the trauma made us feel as though that's what happened. But God is vindicating us and giving oh, us the, the robes that, that who we are as in heavenly places with Christ Jesus is now becoming um, fully erected here in the earth realm. That's what it's about. Yes. I love it. Vindicate me, God. Vindicate me, right? Yes. I want to be vindicated. Uh, so many people have come up against me, but God says, I'm getting ready to vindicate you because you have put forth the effort to do the work, to become yes. the woman, the, the total woman that I've called you to be, right? Um, and, and that's what I believe that this is. It's becoming the total woman. Um, uh, that God has called me to be. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. I love it. I love that's it. Good. And, and that's um, one of the things that we learned too. You say how you said so many people have come up against me, and that's the projected trauma. Right. And so when we come into terms and we we become experts of our trauma history, yeah. yeah. Now I I have full awareness of what's my stuff. Versus someone else's stuff. stuff. Yeah. Now I want uh, we won't allow anyone to project their self, their stuff onto us and take it as if it's our own. And a mm -hmm. lot of us were intercessors first. You know, yes. God has called us to be priests. Yes. Before anything, you know, a lot of people want to run around here and be prophetic. It's like, no, you need to be priestly. We that that's that's where we're called to first, the altar of prayer. And so <laughs> we need to be speaking to God on behalf of the people rather than trying to speak to people on behalf of God the most. That should be 90% of our time. Yeah. But um, it's, we're intercessors. So that's why it's very important. If we're so sensitive to other trauma, it's very important for us to have increased our capacity in this awareness yeah. so that we know what's really not ours and to always bring that to the Father in intercession and not carry yeah. it around as if it's our own trauma right and we already done done the work but right. that's something that can happen if we don't have the awareness of right. what's going on so that's yeah. good yeah the weight of somebody else's burden is not mine to carry yes it's mine to take to the altar right and petition god on their behalf but then not to get up with that thing because it's not mine mm -hmm. um, that that's good yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so kingdom wheat, yes, kingdom wheat, uh, kingdom wheat, <laughs> <laughs> all this just goes back to kingdom wheat, kingdom wheat, right? Um, it's absolutely necessary for every woman, every wife, every daughter of the king, um, to do exactly what we've been talking about, to do the work so that you can be whole, so that you can become one, so that you're no longer projecting somebody else's negativity and trauma, thinking it's yours, but you can totally, you can actually um, identify it mm -hmm. and deal with it, understanding that it's not yours. Kingdom wheat, wise harness, elevation above trauma, 
um, soul prosperity, to cultivate a freedom from trauma household. Remember, this is bigger than you. Yes, it's about you, but it's bigger than you in the long run because when you become a wife, who has the ability to harness and elevate above the trauma, it mm -hmm. then causes your entire household to live in a life of freedom. Yes, yes. For generations to come. Exactly. Because we serve a generational God. Yes. So even while you're doing the work, it benefits your bloodline yes. moving forward. This is another form of breaking yes. those things that was not of God from you know in your bloodline from the past and really it stops with you yes. this is another way of stopping those things you do not want to repeat yes generations to come stopping yes. it with you this yes. is an opportunity to annihilate the mm -hmm. enemy's plan his plots and his tricks that he has already like put into motion right but you have the ability as the wife as the woman, yeah. as the mother, to literally draw the line in the sand and be like, no more after me. Ah, no more. You thought you were attached to my bloodline, but on today, uh, right in the in the in the four week course, I'm I'm getting ready to annihilate you. I'm getting ready to blow up every scheme, every plot, every trick that you thought you had over me yeah. and my descendants. God says not so. So this is what this mm -hmm. is about, right? Uh, because then the word says in Proverbs 14 and 1 that a wise woman builds her house, but the foolish tears it down with her own hands. Mm -hmm. You're responsible to build the house. Mm -hmm. That's God's wisdom. Th that's what this verse says to me, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, the re I'm responsible as, as a woman of God, as the daughter of God, as, as, as a wise woman. Mm-hmm to build my home and to not tear it down because of my drama, my trauma, uh, the generational curses, the unresolved um, yeah. bitterness, the hate, all of the things, um, I'm responsible for that. Uh, yeah. So in that, we are excited about those who have enrolled. We have room for additional individuals to enroll. Uh, the classes are starting on June 5th. Orientation nice. begins on Friday, June the 3rd at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Listen, you don't want to you don't want to miss this um, because it's an opportunity for you to heal from the bloodline traumas with prophetic trauma education that's going to be led by our freedom coach, Natasha Miller. Mm -hmm. Everything we've been talking about is not for for not right. It's for a purpose, mm -hmm. and the purpose for you is for you to be free. The purpose for you is for you to be whole. The purpose for you is for you to be healed, and then the the, the, the long term purpose, right, is so that you have the ability to cultivate a freedom from trauma household. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. 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 And, and my um, two cents to add to that is when coming into Kingdom Week, you come with a mindset of one, a oneness of mind with Father God, Holy Spirit, Christ Jesus, and then a oneness of mind with you and your husband. Mm -hmm. Time out for us 
looking at what he doing or not doing or whatever. And for us to do the work with the prayer that it benefits us both because we're one. The enemy is a liar. We're one. Right. So if I'm the one that's going to go and pioneer this work, it doesn't matter his level of interaction in the work. It's still going to penetrate. Still, God's still going to bring breakthrough in him, in his timing, because I committed to the work with the heart and the intent that we're one. This is something I'm establishing for both of us because your word says the two becomes one. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The enemy is a liar. liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we will drop the the uh, link in today's uh, heading. I'll, I'll make sure that we drop it. Um, but I need you all to first understand that you are worth the investment. You're worth the commitment. Um, and your life, your total life, um, your healed life um, is worth the, the fight, right? Um, uh, look, I, I'm reminded of Seeley. All my life I had to fight, right? And I don't want to have to fight no more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I only yeah. want to have to fight when it's necessary, right? Um, but in that, God is going to give me strategy. God is going to give me um, the weapons of mass destruction to be able to fight um, in advance of a repeating occurrence. I, I get to stop the reoccurrence of the trauma that has the ability to attach itself to my children, that has the ability to attach itself to my grandchildren, that has the ability to to attach itself to my children's children's children, right? I get to cut that thing off and allow it to be no more. If nothing else, that's worth every penny um, that this course, has been slated at. And, and, and in that, the cost is not expensive to me, right? Not, not, not when I think about the long-term effects and the cost that it may have on that to come in my generation. And even the quality of the program. I mean, you're getting physical, tangible product materials, no PDF yes. downloads. Yes. You're getting live sessions, no yes. pre-recorded anything. Right. And you're getting like time this specifically for you in a safe environment that's intimate because mm-hmm. the capacity is only 12. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's quality compared to programs where you among a sea of people don't have um, the, the ability to interact and ask questions with the facilitators to know them personally. Yeah. Don't have, you know things in hand unless you print it out the pdf you know down and it's pre-recorded so it's not really speaking directly to your situation they're live sessions so god the holy spirit has the opportunity to show up and meet the needs of everyone that's present yes because we're dealing with soul trauma recovery it has to have that touch and so it's just the quality of the experience right 
is and, worth and, the investment as well as the outcome and long term. Absolutely. Okay. As you talked about the 12, what popped up in my spirit were the 12 disciples. And that they were personal followers of Jesus during his life, right? The fact that I get to be one of the 12 mm -hmm. already mm -hmm. has a major significance to it for me, right? I get to be one of the 12 that has been chosen by God for such a time as this. Um, and I do not take it lightly that he chose me for this time uh, in this dispensation of time, right? And that he's allowing me to not just be in his presence during the four weeks, but to literally sit at his feet and be healed. Yeah. Oh, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I have no doubt that he in his robe, in his garment is going to show up and sit in our presence so that when yeah. we go to reach up, when we go to open up our hands in a place of surrender, right? I'll have the ability to just touch the hem of his garment and I will be made whole. Mm -hmm. yes, <laughs> um, that's what came to mind for me. So I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. And I pray that you all are excited and that you're willing, ready, um, willing and ready to do the necessary work um, because it's necessary. Yeah. Anything you want to say in closing? Oh no, I'm I'm excited. I just got an email notification that the workbook, the course book, will be here Friday. So as soon as I get it in my hands, I look forward to posting about it. <laughs> That's when I really get excited about the program. Right. When I got the course book in hand. Right. So yeah, so I'll be sharing that with everyone. But yeah, I'm just excited and um just honored to be in this awesome. position to facilitate this um, experience for the wives who decide to join us. So yeah. Yeah. So here's what we'll do. Um, barring nothing else comes up. We're scheduled to be back here on May the something. <laughs> May the something. Um, the first two, first Wednesday of May, I think. Let me get the right date. It's, it's, we're due to be back on May the 3rd. And it is my prayer that at that time, um, we'll be able to show you all um, uh, the, the tangible items oh, yeah. that you'll, you'll receive when you sign up to be a part of the course um, so that we can then get you all excited or just as excited as we are. Um, I'm going through it. I'm not facilitating. I'm actually going to be in the midst of you all walking through the process of dealing with um, the trauma, just as you are. So we'll get to experience on a very intimate level. Um, and we know that the Bible tells us that we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. So I'm excited um, to be able to share in the testimonies that are going to come forth um, because it is in those testimonies uh, where we can talk about what we've come through and how God brought us through the fire and that we don't smell like smoke on the other side. And it did not overtake us 
Um, but we were able to come out because he saw fit to be our oxygen tanks in the moment when we felt like we were losing our breath. God says, nope, I'm breathing life into you and I'm causing you to arise in a new light. Um, and that is one that has been set free from the past of those things that have been holding you hostage, the bondage of trauma. Um, so I'm excited, Natasha, I'm excited. Yes, <laughs> woo <laughs> All right, y'all, well, this is your girl, wife coach, Denise Smith, and freedom coach, Natasha Miller, signing off for today. Um, I look forward to seeing you all actually on tonight as we're dealing with the subject of growth. And listen, growth means absolutely nothing if you don't know how to move in that thing because you don't know what's holding you down. There's a weight that keeps holding you in place. I um, mean, it's the trauma that's holding you hostage. And you're like, why can't I grow, right? Why can't I do the things of God? Why can't I move in those moments when I hear God telling me to go forward? Because you got some unresolved things that you've not dealt with. So meet us tonight. We're starting at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Evangelist Mary Jones Lofton is bringing the word tonight. And I'm excited for what God has placed on the inside of her. I love you all and I'll see you tonight.